Welcome to the Four Jack Podcast. Welcome back to the Four Jack Podcast. It's been a minute. And it's been brought to you by my company, Jackson Labs, and our friends over at TaylorMade Golf. CPays ain't here to bring this one in, so it's me, your boy Tommy, and I'm sitting here with Parksy. How you doing, bud? Doing, man. Interesting weekend for golf. A couple big events. Uh, we got Form Tour kicking off. We have Corn Ferry. We have uh, all kinds of excitement, weird and wonderful things happening on the weekend. Women's U.S. Open and a strong finish from our boys from Canada on the Champions Tour. Yeah, that's a good highlight too, hey? Mr. Weirs, he's rounding into form here at 50 or 51 years old. So nice to see him come off a W and then back it up with a, you know, sneaky top five. So I like that. <laughs> Absolutely. And shout out to Mr. Stephen Ames for winning this week. Uh, yeah, Mikey Weir getting his second wind in life, right? Yeah, that's amazing. Nice to see. So, I guess today, the story of everyone in the golf world, minus LPGA US Open, is John Rahm test positive for COVID with five-shot lead or six? Six. Six-shot lead on Saturday. Has the WD from it and uh, kind of just sets the stage. It's kind of like a crowning, C. Pays was saying earlier, for one of these two guys, and it was kind of a battle down there to the finish. Who's going to hang on it? I think they were one under today. I think so. So it was, yeah. I guess we got to give a shout out here to the cold-blooded assassin, Mr. Patrick Cantley. Yeah. Sneaky today for him. I think, you know, nice to see more cow playing well again. It's, uh, you know, big stage for him. Obviously, he's got some family ties with the club. But, uh, yeah, I think his driver kind of hurt him coming down the stretch and just kind of, you know, put him in a bad spot on 18 there. And, and then, obviously, in the playoff, he missed a sneaky short putt and, how, how huge was that? Uh, I don't know if you were watching. We were over there at the UBC checking it out from the grill, eating some eggs, Benny, and my stomach is rumbling. But uh, <laughs> got to give Colin a big big props on 17 when Patrick drained that huge bomb for birdie, and he still had about like 12, 15 feet left for his par, a little bender, and he, he, he was able it. to roll that in nicely. Yeah, kid's a player, man, for sure. I think maybe we'll just go back real quick to the highlight of the, the week for everybody, the John Rom story. So, I've seen a lot of social media posts and, and a lot of, you know, stuff on, on the golf channel and different golf platforms. And they say that Rombo really handled it with class. He really took it, you know, I, and they all buy into this program with COVID being such a relevant piece of how we navigate life, business, every sort of platform we're engaged with. It's uh, it's nice to see that he didn't kick and scream. He just kind of owned it. I mean, obviously, he's, he's probably pretty upset about it, walking into a Sunday finish with a six-shot lead. That's pretty much a W under your belt. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, he took a great class, actually. Like, you kind of think about this in terms of just, like, who it happened to. And it's like, yeah, Brom, words around the golf course this weekend. Yeah, like, at least he can afford to have something like this happen. Like, what if it's Aaron Wise, right? Like, hasn't really done much for a while, but, like, had a strong finish, top 10 this week. Uh, yeah, imagine if it's a guy like him be a little harder of a pill to swallow, I think. Like, yeah, massive game changer for your career path. I mean, that could be your two or three year exemption, your FedEx Cup points, an opportunity to get to East Lake. Your caddy's going to get a big payday. So who knows? A lot of those guys that are struggling at the, you know upwards of the one twenty five position, 
Those guys aren't flying private. They're not driving around Ferraris. You know, they're they're grinding just like everybody else. I mean, granted, the PGA Tour is a little bit of a different platform. There's a lot more more money out there, but at the same capacity, you're absolutely right. I mean, if it was somebody that it really would have mattered to, how do you swallow that? Yeah, it'd be crazy. Like rumblings on the street. Do they let him play by himself? But it's it's kind of one of those things because Chris and I were talking about this, and it's like. They tested him before he went out, but they didn't get the results, so he kind of already had been playing under these presumptions. But it's like, yeah, once you know for sure, then it's like I'm sure the insurance company isn't a big fan of that. But like, yeah. and just the fans, I guess, right? Like you have all these people. Like you see what happened at the PGA Championship, Phil getting tackled. That like you just couldn't take that risk. But like, it would have been crazy if they let him go out at like 5 a.m. and try yeah. to post the number solo. They, yeah, yeah, beautiful. Why not? I mean. There has to be some sort of mandate that they control the process with, but I mean, at at any capacity, he's still you know at risk for the whole facility. He's going to put everybody at that exposure piece. So, I don't know. Really disappointing. I I mean, hopefully this is the one and only we're going to have to endure. Yeah, like a word on the street is John Rom's not big on the vaccine either. So, do you think that becomes a a factor in this where they're like, hey, you need to get it, or yeah. You just risk maybe this coming up, and you got a WD with a six shot lead on a Saturday. Like, I think he just missed out on like 1.6 million reasons why he should have got the vaccine, right? So, yeah, maybe that'll change his thought process. But, yeah, it's it's interesting. So it's kind of like you know, there's the apple and the onion because Rombo is is you know he's he's Spanish, he's fiery, he's got that personality. You expect him to sort of lash out. I didn't expect him to just take the medicine, eat the crow, and move on. It would have it would have been nice to see a little bit of fire, but I mean, I guess these guys all sign off on it at the start of the year when they reinitiated plays. So, just one of those things. That's part of the game. Um, anybody else you liked out there this week? Colin Morikawa again, like just really, you know, it's nice to see him playing well again. He's kind of fallen off. Um, expect him to play well at Tory, so maybe he's, you know, rounding into form for that. One thing I I did want to highlight is. Where is Matt Wolf? Is this guy alive? Uh, he's been gone for quite some time there, Parksy. I don't know what's happening in his swing, or is it in between in between the ears, right? Like, yeah, has Gankus got him messed up, or what's going on here? I have uh, saw something posted the other day, him and his girlfriend, a photo, and I was like, hey, that's that tour player that had a win. And nobody saw him ever again. Yeah, the guy that was just bombing it. It's interesting. I do kind of got to give a little shout-out here to Mr. Ricky Fowler. It's ever since he's got that PGA Tour championship exemption. Mm -hmm. The guy's been stepping it up. Like, doesn't want to be just get out there getting free rides on sponsor exemptions. Nice to see the guy playing some better golf. Yep. Got to give a shout-out to that guy. Um, there's a little golf in our life, a little Friday Mayfair Lakes action. Yeah, um, really good. First time for me being out there. It was a good vibe. Good shout out, Carrie, for the hospitality. Uh, a lot of people digging some go track gear out there. And Tons. I was talking with the boys over there, and we got a little code for them, a little FJP. 15? 15. 15% discount for our Vancouver friends or Love anyone it. back anywhere in the world, really. So we would just want to jump on the website, enter that promo code, and we got 15% off our order? Exactly. Beautiful. One-time use or use it as many times as you like? Use it until they take it down. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm thinking. We're all about the repeat offenders over here at the uh, 4Jack Podcast. So. Exactly. I uh, I actually was blessed to sneak out for a little early morning 
18 today at the Golden Eagles. And what? I, I learned that there's a golf course just down the road that I think we're going to need to go to and do a little something-something, the old Swanee set. Oh, Swampy set. Is that where they filmed Happy Gilmore? You betcha. Wow, I didn't realize that that was where they did it. There is, like, uh, the clubhouse. It's actually a pretty neat facility. Tough. Tight. Tight. You can't miss the fairways. You're in the schmeg. If you're in the schmeg, you're toast. So is that where they film, like, the tour championship stuff, or is that where they film, like, that opening thing when Happy goes to the batting cages and he's getting nailed with balls, and they're like, no, there's the club championship, or like, an opportunity? Like, which one? I think it was the I – f- I think they filmed a scene with the tower, you know, where he, like, chips yeah. over the CBS tower? For the tour championship. Yeah, for the tour championship, yeah. Interesting. That's the one. I didn't know that history was so close to Vancouver, which yeah. is cool. And then, obviously, Furry Creek was the other uh, – the other site that they filmed that. Really? Yeah. Okay. Little Happy Gilmore magic in the valley. I liked knowing that. Um, the clubhouse is ridiculous, so it's like this massive castle. It's like so, just doesn't fit. It stands stands out like a sore thumb. It just looks, you know, like yeah. they like they found a castle somewhere and just built a golf course around it. Like yeah, that's pretty neat. This looks regal, but maybe we should build a golf course around this bad yeah. boy. Uh, crazy without C pace here. Like I know we're missing out on a lot of like stats, numbers, a little history. Um, yeah, all those C pace morsels of goodness. Right, like he probably has something to say about Brandon Grace there at a minus ten and a fourth place finish. Um, Scotty Scheffler was looking good out there. Uh, yep, third place finish. Yep, shout out to him, the uh, the villain of the tour. But he's kind of slipping under the radar right now. Mister Patrick Reed with a solo fifth. Did um, he finish at seven? Minus eight. Minus eight. Okay. So I got to get your take here on the Brooksy Bryson debacle right now, like that that whole WWE type energy. What's your take on Brooks? Nope. Yeah, Brooksy, right? AKA Bryson getting people thrown out for calling him Brooksy. You like that player? Is that like, hey man, this is part of it? Yeah, I don't know. I mean that at that level, I think you're just you're just taking it to heart. I mean, those guys are professional athletes. They should have a little more resilience and sort of let that stuff slide. Yeah. You're referring to the post I on social media and you got that guy kicked out for calling him Brooksy. Yeah. And then I liked how Brooksy even handled this by going on and doing his Michelob ultra speech. So like, if you got kicked out, here's, <laughs> we'll send you a case of Michelob ultras. Yeah. Which yeah, it's funny. Cause at the PGA championship, this is where it kind of all started is that meme of, yep. Bryson smashing, driving. Hey, nice one, Brooksy. And he's like, get out of here with that Brooksy stuff. And it's just like, yeah, it's interesting the way internet culture has like created something out of nothing. Yeah, just a always. Monster. Yeah, just like it's a, it's honestly a candle flame, and they just pour like a jumbo jet fuel of gas on it and just see what happens. It's it's fun because from my perspective right now, it's pretty lighthearted. Those guys aren't really going at each other's throats, and I mean. With the introduction of the PIP this year to eliminate the the potential for this other tour coming into the, coming to the table, it's uh, it's nice to see that these guys are like, you know, maybe serendipitously engaging in this to to do something. But who really knows what's going on behind the scenes? I think they're probably having some conversations about how can we really drive this thing? How mm-hmm. can we really create something? Yeah, I feel you because I feel like some of it's been a little bit scripted. Yeah, like. They're embellishing it a little more at this point, knowing that, like, hey, the idea is eyeballs, so, like, yeah. let's run with this a it's bit. trending 100%, so you can't buy that kind of attention. 
Um, I didn't really watch the U.S. Women's Open this week. Uh, I know it was at Olympic Club, home of the Burger Dog. Yes. I think the rough was a little little treacherous out there, and we got to give a shout-out to, I believe it is Yaka Soso for winning in a playoff. Bless you. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Beating out a NASA, which is pretty crazy as well. Um, yeah. I know there's a storyline there, like I said before, and I, I'm apologetic to our listeners that I didn't uh, deep dive before the show today. But, uh, yeah, great great golf course, obviously. Great snack turn, the Burger Dog. Uh, it's exciting times. It's nice to see younger players just running with – you know, the ball, so to speak, and, and seem, seemingly capturing a lot of these victories. A lot of these majors are won by younger players. So I guess it says something to the uh, the talent that's out on the LPGA Tour. Yeah, people are calling it, uh, it's a huge surprise. People are calling this a big surprise by Yuka, not Yaka. Sorry, apologies. A um, little bit of a surprise, although I'm also reading that she finished 13th, t- tied 13th last year. So obviously he's trending in the right direction yeah. when it comes to women's majors. Yeah, gaining some confidence, just getting some reps in, playing a little longer. I think it's disappointing to see Lexi Thompson not finish it out. Yeah, what happened there? Just some bogeys, kind of leaked oil coming in. Um, played pretty strong the first three days, and then, yeah, maybe a little bit of pressure. You know, who knows what's going on? Yeah, definitely it would be pressure. I know I was even a Friday night nine battle with you and uh, – our good buddy David here. Yeah. I was feeling the pressure, right? Chunked a five iron on a par three to like hit it a hundred yards. That was, that was a good battle though. I loved Mayfair Lakes. Looking forward to this week. Uh, hopefully we can put together a nice battle. Yeah. Hopefully the weather's a little better. Tons of fun having David out there. He did play the uh, Mayfair Lakes VGT event on Saturday. Didn't check the board. Uh, I did see there's a young, young stallion that took it down with a, with 71. So hopefully David was, in and around there, he's feeling pretty confident. The battle, the battle on on Friday night at Mayfair Lakes. I think uh, we're gonna slow down the swing loop next Friday and uh, take it a little more serious. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Some wild shots going on out there. Uncharacteristic wild shots. Couple uncharacteristic, but a couple nice ones. Like you were rolling the rock pretty nice out there early on, at least. Got yeah, got lucky. Yeah. You had new irons in the bag, hit a couple good shots, hit a couple of squirrely ones. I think that was later when the uh, Michelob Ultra was kicking in. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, loving the driver, though. Honestly, that driver is... When you when you play a, a club that just has been built for you, right? Like, so, Game changer, right? Absolute game changer. I'm loving it. Still adjusting a little bit to the irons. Went from like a graphite shaft to the steels and mm-hmm. hitting a little draw right now, which I'm like... Not used to that ball flight. Yeah, I think maybe you just need to go get your clubs fitted because you might be a little bit flat. But okay. uh, big shout out to TaylorMade. I mean, the technology, the engineering, the, even the visual on the clubs is—they're gorgeous. And you had new wedges, new grooves, and still figuring it out, dude. Loving it, loving the new grips. That's what it was. Loving the new grips, loving the wedges because the wedges—they have that raw face on it. So they're already like rusting a bit yeah, right so now, good. like just so mine, yeah. getting gritty and just yeah. Today was actually a great display of my wedge game. One of oh. the one of the few things I had going for me today. Nice, which is weird, and that's like yeah, that's golf, right? Like 
the other any, day. Any given Sunday. You're like, okay, hitting irons, okay. And then driver goes squirrely. You're like, okay, now my putting. Why Why is it so hard to get it all working together, Parks? Man, if there was a recipe to, to line up all the stars for one round of golf, I would love to know. I would pay any amount of money to do that. But uh, I, I can completely relate. I mean, my putting has been atrocious for the longest time, and now it's starting to come back around. And my, my driver and my putting was always good, but now my driver is all over the planet. So less Michelobes, more range time beforehand. Yeah, get a good practice session. and Good right. to go. Working through, it's it's been interesting, yeah, thinking about the optimal practice as we go through all these interviews and ask our guests about what they like to do. It's a mixed bag. It's a mixed bag, and I'm, I'm, yeah, it's like, what is the best? I definitely think for me, I need to spend a little more time putting and just, like, getting that vibe of, like, what's a 15-footer weight feel like versus, like, a 25, and, yeah. like, okay, how much is it breaking? But then, yeah, when it comes to the range, it's like, you need to hit a couple just to like, okay, that's my ball flight today. Yeah. Like I'm getting my wrists turned over a little more today. Seems to be getting yeah. a draw at least. Like I don't even know that's in the bag, but today, yeah, all over the place. Wish I got a little range time. It was kind of weird though because none of the inside was open at Golden Eagles today, which is where we played. Really? Yeah. Like no facilities? We weren't allowed in. Maybe that's because we were there at 630 in the morning. Yeah, you guys were probably there before the staff. Was yeah. it was the door locked? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, there you go. Mm. Interesting. I bet you the, yeah, I bet you food and beverages and why can I ask a silly question? Go for it. Love we, playing golf first thing in the morning, like six AM bangers, fantastic. Such a weird time for you guys to go to that golf course. Yeah. Honestly, I love like golf is one of the few things in life that like I'll pop up out of bed for it on like four hours of sleep. Like, yeah. No issue. It's I agree. Like, it's crazy like that. I wish every day felt the same as like, Oh yeah. Like we're going to go breathe some fresh air, smack the ball around. But, uh, yeah, bit of a weird time. Like it was actually the craziest little jungle vibe. Like I got this like Jurassic park kind of like, really? Yeah. Like the fog. coming Interesting. In. You're like the base of a little mountain and the forest is intense. I'm just waiting for People are shooting guns at a gun range on the other side of this mountain, so you kind of like Jesus. hear all that going on. And you're like, okay, where, like, where am I here? In the middle of the sticks. You're yeah. in hillbilly country. Yeah, but it's like no, we're in BC, where I wouldn't imagine hillbilly country to be quite so prevalent. prevalent. Yeah. Uh, overall impression of the golf course, liked it. Yeah, so, some wonkiness, some unique stuff. Honestly, I think it was more where we played from on the tees, right? Like. Definitely played up a little. Oh, Pays would be drooling. Pays would have loved it. So there was a few, like, awkward creek situations where it's like, okay, do you want to unleash dog? But now you're like, Goes right into the creek. you're really risking Creekville versus, like, okay, like, I can just swing free and know that, like, this is danger that, like, maybe shouldn't be, like. In, in your my, range. In my driver range. From your regular tee, yeah. Yeah. For sure. So it's kind of cool. Um is it just so busy that you guys had to get a banger tea time or are those guys just like golf nerds and they just love prime time? Honestly, I think it was there was a deal for that time. Yeah. Right? Like, like that bargain hunting. The early bird gets worm special. Yeah, exactly. Right. Just yeah, waiting, I like that. Waiting for the dinosaurs. Um, Parksy, it's a lot lot trickier without our buddy C Pays to go on these monologues, is it not? Yeah, I mean, uh I really didn't put a lot of thought into his inputs, but now I'm starting to see that, yeah, 
He's like the he's like the ultimate golf nerd. He's he's always got good morsels of stuff relevant to some things and relevant to none things. So, but uh, but he's always got stuff. So appreciate the kid. Exactly. It's like he just holds on to some of the craziest stats and like would be pumping out some fun stuff. I I'm trying to think about like who we might have coming up on our pod this week that we should give a shout out to. I think it could potentially be our one with New Nine Golf, Brandon Cubit. Yeah, Monday night we have Mr. Paul Tesori, Web Simpsons caddy. Is that who we're chatting with this week? And then Mr. Nick Saglanich. Forgive me if I said that wrong. He is the Tequila Wanderer. Big okay. proponent. Uh, was a Corn Ferry Tour player for a long time, South African guy. Absolute beauty. Friend of the show now through Hecho, our, our uh, go-to RTD for the golf course this year. Maybe yeah. that was the issue with Friday Night Lights. No hechos. Yeah. Yeah. We had to go with something different that isn't quite the body grease that we needed. <laughs> Craft beer is not the answer. I just want to spend one more quick minute here. Like, we're doing things differently. It's yeah, we're rolling. Dad's away. The boys will play. Mm-hmm. Um, I want our friends to go check out that last podcast we released on Thursday. Mr. Gordon Sherry. I. I know before we talked to him, I didn't know too much of his history, but back when Tiger Woods was coming on the scene, there was a man over in the UK that just won the British Amateur. Mm-hmm. His name was Gordon Sherry. He was, a, he's a giant. He's not, he wasn't a giant. He is a giant. Mm-hmm. Um, very interesting story he has in life where you go on this meteoric rise to the top and then winning the British Am qualifies him to play in the Masters but puts him in a weird situation of like I can't go play the masters as a professional. I have to play it as an amateur. So I'm going to hold off my career, go practice, not really play so much tournaments. And then like kind of how that affected his, his uh, trajectory, let's call it. There is a gentleman that plays on the PGA tour that played out of uh, Stanford and was the next Tiger Woods prodigy kid. You pick him all the time. His name slips me right now. A little bit of facial hair. Kind of got the mullet flow going. A little bit of facial hair. He's got the mullet flow He's a going. Nike player. Tommy Fleetwood? No. Oh, he was in Stanford. I can picture his face. I, I want to say Patrick Cantley, but it's not Patrick Cantley. Because that man is a Patrick smooth-faced Rogers. assassin. Oh, Patrick Rogers. Yeah, Patrick yeah I Rogers, think he played yeah. Stanford. Yes, Patrick Rogers. So same kind of same kind of thing. Was a like a standout amateur player, won everything, was gonna be the next Tiger Woods, and then gets to the tour, as did Gordon. And now there's some pressure. Now you're not living up to your expectations right out of the gate. So then what do you do? You kind of fade away into the abyss. I, I don't know what I do because I have enough of a hard time with Friday night lights at the Mayfair <laughs> Lakes, right? Yeah. That's that's a lot of pressure, but yeah. That by 100. yeah, exactly. Right. With like, yeah, I couldn't even imagine that. All I know is we got a modern meet open coming in in August. Yeah. Shout out to the modern meet open on the Vancouver golf tour. This is going to be a big stop for the, for the family. It, uh, apparently lo and behold, years and years ago, this was the place legendary things happened. People did things. Really? There's yeah. a little magic in the air over where is the golf course? So, uh, South 208 street. Langley it is uh it's kind of a unique design nine holes were existing uh we had the pleasure of uh, meeting and 
playing with the F&B manager or facility manager who manages that property in Guildford, Corey, and uh, his grandfather actually, you know, shaped in the other nine. There are some weird, wonderful, and uh, scratch your head, how did this get here? But, yeah, cool design, great layout. We're going to have a beer garden for the event on the Saturday. I think uh, Fraser's got some other cool stuff proposed. Modern Meat's going to be all over that place. Take me into, like, yeah, because you and C. Pays went out there with Fraser and Corey. And Corey, yeah. So I'm, I'm just thinking free balling live. Uh, I think we got to start doing like a little bit of a modern meat tracker, right? Like who's trending for the modern meat open. Yeah. Um, initial take of the golf course. There is a couple <sighs> sneaky holes where maybe yeah. there's a layup involved. Um, I think, you know, like any golf course, there's a premium on controlling your tee ball. But I think if your 220 yard games is strong off the tee, if you can place your 220 yard shots, your, your green lights all day, you're okay. going to have, Good looks and, uh, you know, provided you hit the greens, you're going to have some looks at birdies. So greens flat. They got a lot of undulation in them. Yeah, overall flat, but they are absolutely tiny. Little postage stamps. And they were rolling at like minus two. Slow. Oh, Velcro. A little furry. Oof. Just like super healthy, just really, really lush, really slow. Okay. But Corey was saying that. They will cut the greens down for the modern meet open, but they didn't want to. They don't want to speed the, the greens up and, and potentially lose them because they're doing, you know, fifty percent more business than they, they're doing three hundred rounds a day at the golf course. So, and it's not like a it's not a seventy five hundred yard track, so it's not like they have that much space out there. When you get three hundred rounds a day on that that golf course is packed. Yeah, just pelts everywhere. Oh. Probably the tee boxes on par threes just look like the beaches of Normandy. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Pretty much just chaos. Okay. Chaos and carnage. Yeah, great facility. Uh was a was a big stop on uh on an amateur circuit and then the VGT for a while. They they disconnected from the club and now it's under uh you know Corey's watchful eye and, and gonna do some fun things and he he was really adamant about having a flagship event back there. So yeah, it's gonna be fun. Well, I'm looking forward to it because I know you're gonna be playing in the pro the whole team the whole team, yeah. C Pays and I are gonna take down the AM yeah. life. Uh yeah, I love it. Just thinking about that interview we did with Sully from No Laying Up, and he talks about just, yeah, you got to put it out there, compete, try and do it, get yeah. the heart racing. So, I'll, yeah, it's been Live it. many moons since, like, maybe even high school the last time I had a competitive round. So this will be this will be a good one. I'm hoping we get codes out here to follow me around me and see pays. Hopefully we get paired up in the same group. Oh, that would be awesome. I would uh, – Actually, now that I just said that, I'm almost hoping we don't get paired up in the same group because, like – too much pressure? Yeah, like a little more pressure, like with yeah. your bud trying to play good, and then like yeah. if they see you doing bad, the wheels can like come off a little quicker maybe, and you're like, oh, yeah, sorry, but rather than there's could, Yeah, there could be comments, and they'll be like, what is this guy saying right yeah. now? He never says that. Yeah, what does that mean, right? Instead of totally. Yeah, just a couple strangers that are more focused on their own thing. Yeah, yeah. then it doesn't matter. I like it. I like that too, actually. Um, Anything else we want to chat about today, Parksy? What do we got coming up this week? What's the tournament? You know, I think it it's a weird one. I honestly don't even know what's on the what's on the docket this week. I'm focused on Tory, man. The US Palmento Open. Championship at Congaray? Congos? C O N G A G A R E E. How would you say that? Kong Ari. 
Congaree. You know, it's going to be bad when somebody sends us a message and says, you guys are dumbasses and it's Congaree. Yeah. Or something easy. I'm going to probably just chop out a little bit of me bastardizing their name in this. What what minute mark is this? Okay, <laughs> we're looking at 28 minutes deal. Um, yeah, should be an interesting one. Don't know too much about it, but I'm seeing, wow, a friend actually of the show, Charlie Belgian out of Los Sendas Golf Club in Arizona, will be playing this week. So, uh, is this a, what is there a WGC this week? What's going on here? I don't know, man. I think this is definitely a sorry, boys and girls. This is a pays, uh, sweet spot item, yeah, right? as we said before. They're gonna see all of uh, all the gaps. <laughs> yeah, the CPA is strong at today. All all the holes in our, our stories. Um, I hope they're sticking around because I'm I'm liking the vibe we got yeah. here today. Like we've kind of meandered, but we'll we're, com- we're coming in hot. We'll see what Dad has to say. We're about coming it. in hot. Yeah, he'll he'll sweeten it up. I'm sure. Anyway, this week is kind of just like uh, let's get through it so we can talk about Tory in the U.S. Open. Yeah. Um, anybody specific? Not a preview show, but. No, I think, yeah, I look Trending. forward to a couple of different people. I, I, I'm looking forward to Jordan Spieth playing out there. You know, he's kind of been on a, a run. It's Ricky Fowler's backyard, so I don't know if it's a good golf course for him, but I got this weird suspicion that he's coming up to a W, and we've talked about this. Like, we were talking about it the other day. What if Ricky wins his first major? Is that I, just going to devalue winning a major at all for him? <laughs> or... What's your take? I know you had a good one. Dude, I, honestly, that sent a little chill up my spine there. Like, I think the Ricky tracker is going to be live here pretty soon because yes. he did good at the PGA. Yep. Trended this week. Yep. It is his backyard. Yeah. I'm looking for a top 10 out of Ricky. Yeah, I, I haven't seen any high high rounds. Like, he's had no 78s, 76s, 79s. Like, you know, recently he's had as he's been making these swing transitions with Butch, if he's still with Butch, I think he's still with Butch. Um, yeah, committing to the process, and uh, you're always going to have one bad day and you know a couple of bad swings are going to hurt you, but he's managing his miss as well, and it's nice to see him you know, has that, have that competitive fire again. So I think you're right. I, th- I think a top 10 is not uh, too far out of the question for him. You know, him in top 10, Tony, seal it down. I'd like to see him you know, sniff at the W, but who knows? Phil, what do you? What's your take on Phil? He's riding high. He's riding around in a golf cart with the Wanamaker Trophy. Do you think he has a good one at Tory, like his backyard again? So but- U.S. Open's a lot different than the PGA because typically the rough is gnarly, and there's such a premium on hitting your your approach shots out of the fairway. Whereas Kiowa, I don't think Phil really missed many fairways. So if he's got control of his tee ball. And he's doing what Phil does, rolls the rock, has a, a you know stellar short game. Who knows, man? I this could it. be the, uh, the 50-year-old slam coming up here. Wouldn't that be just the craziest? Uh, is there anyone else you like trending? You think Morikawa, Spieth, obviously, you're keeping your eyes on. Disappointed for Xander Shoffley. I just don't know where that kid's been. Yeah, today he was T11. It's, uh, yeah, a little disappointing. You know, he, he, was, he was good a couple years ago. Obviously consistent with the W's and hasn't really done much recently. I don't think since he won of the century, but uh, maybe that's uh, you know something that's going to re- rejuvenate his game. I'm with you there. Um, I just got to give one more extra little shout out to Jimmy Walker this week because I've been I've been slowly tracking him. Yeah, 
and he's on the craziest meat diet I think ever right now. Like he's always just cooking up the craziest steaks and like every single social media post. Yeah, like only I think he's fueled by meat, yeah. steak frites or something, right? It's, like that's it. Just, me, just beef, meat and fries. I love it. Um, good to see that. That's that's helping him out. I don't, I don't think I like him for Tory, but uh, yeah, I don't know any like Rory. Do you think that could be? I don't know about Rory. I uh, Brent Snedeker plays well out there. He does. J Day plays well out there. Bubba Watson, or sorry, but yeah, Bubba Watson plays well out there. Uh, JB Holmes plays well out there. Um, Patrick Rogers has played well out there. Patrick Reed plays well out there. So there's some past champions. Uh, it's hard to say, man. It's a, it's a it's a major. Yeah. So I mean, that brings out a different animal in people. So Brooksy. Brooksy. The animal. C-Base is going to be pissed when he finds out that we did a full U.S. Open preview pod here today. <laughs> on 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 accident? Yeah, on accident. That's what happens when the boys are here to play. That's right. right? Dad? Dad can't say no. We miss you, but yeah. we're starting to feel this vibe right here. I yeah. like it. We're rolling into it. Rolling in. Um, Some golf this week, Park. See anything happening? Mayfair Lakes, uh, fun time Fridays, the usual. Nothing else planned this week. Think we're uh, just a couple of interviews that we're recording. Going to release one here. I think the Brandon Cubit one with new nine golf. Yeah, yeah that's so. going to be a fun one. And then uh, big week for myself and, and Mr. Pace. Our irons from TaylorMade have finally landed. The eagle has landed. The eagle has landed. So, so give me a quick refresher on what irons you have. Yeah, I got the new blades. Uh, Tried to talk me into, you know, multiple different heads, but uh, I was pretty zeroed in on those, and I don't know if I'm good enough to hit them, but they look beautiful in my bag, so. Like a combo set or, like, actually Straight going? blades. Okay. Three to pitching wedge. Yeah, That's crazy. P7 MBs. Wow, you're too good, man. But you're playing those Haywood blades right now. Yeah. Give them a little local love. Great great clubs, great value. Because uh, your problem's just been, like, that. The tee shot a little bit is just yeah. put you in some trouble. Other than that, like yeah, swing mechanics with the drivers been hurting me. Irons have been good. Little for me, a little inconsistent with the wedge and the nine. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know something about them. Yeah, they just don't fit. Like mine. a mi right miss, left miss, yardage control. Yeah, a little bit a, of A, B, C, and D. Yeah, a little bit of all of the above. Touche. I feel that right now, just like coming up short. Right, I don't know if it's this heavy lower mainland air. I don't know either because the new ball we're playing via TaylorMade is supposed to be longer than the Pro V. So if you're used to playing a Titleist, you should be gaining a couple extra yards with with the TaylorMade. So I'm in your same boat, man. Like it's weird, you know. You have a 135 shot and you come up, you know, 120 something. And you're like, huh? Yeah. And then you have a 136 shot and then you you know you hit at 145 and you're like, huh? I'm gonna be honest, man. Like I'm not even gonna say what ball I've been playing before the old TaylorMade, but I appreciate the upgrade because it has not always been a Titleist Pro V1 either. It's kind of like what looks clean. This one looks good. Yeah, like to be honest, I love the Kirkland Special. Anytime I find those, it's like a treat. Yeah, poor man's Pro V1. 100. But uh, yeah, loving that new TP TP5X ball. Yeah, shout out Lance uh, Antoneko, TaylorMade rep here in BC. Looked after the team here real well this year. Happy to partner with uh, TaylorMade Canada. And uh, looking forward to growing on that partnership with these guys as, as more technology comes out. And, and you know TaylorMade. So next week, there'll probably be a new line out. So we'll look forward to that. 
Do we know anyone at the golf museum out there on the UBC campus? We have Laser, the golf club manager, golf shop manager out at UBC. Okay. So he might be able to make an intro. I'm like thinking of just four four jack podcast production land and it's like i think at some point we should be watching our sunday yeah. golf out there doing some like imagine live that on. yeah live on location that'd be cool in that like yeah crazy old golf like i've never been in there neither and, have i you know i'm embarrassed to say that i've been out here for seven years now but we got to get in there and check that unit out yeah, maybe go, go play with some hickory sticks I, like i always because i live right down the road from it and is that where Pays got on this Hickory thing? Was it there? That was with our guest from Lob and Partners. Um, who? Oliver? Oh, Oliver Tubb. Oliver Tubb. Yes. We were talking about just, yeah, different things, different flights of the ball, designing courses. Also, a good pod that will be coming out here pretty soon, so keep your eyes peeled. But, yeah, kind of got on this idea of just – we should go out and do that. And CBA's was doing a little recon. Apparently, there's a league, or at least like the golf museum hosts events occasionally no where like they play with the old hickory. Let's do it. So, sounds like a no laying up thing. Definitely sounds no laying up y. Um, would be really trippy to just see it because he's like, yeah, the you, elevation is not really like a thing. You're always just playing forward and like moving the ball. So, oh, I don't yeah. Know, just like part of understanding the entire history of the game, I think at some point we got to go do that. I uh, definitely spent a lot of time doing projects in school f- that you always thought and always knew were going to be useless. But at some capacity, I did the history and progression of the golf ball. So it would be interesting to actually hit some of those balls to understand, like, you know, what they were thinking, what they were looking for as far as, you know, unique properties of the of the piece of material, whatever it was. So Yeah, like, we need to work, yeah, like, some way work this in because, yeah. like, and then do some sort of report podcast, maybe take all that school knowledge and yeah. it's who would have thought that educate the masses, educate the masses yeah. in this platform. Yeah. Like, cause we can't be the only ones thinking about this right now. Can't be. And like, I know with our buddy C pays, like he's a big historian of golf and yeah, there's other people out there sitting around that are a little less nerdy than us, maybe about golf, but like in their own way that like, I think they might be down with that. Yeah. He, we drove by it the one day and he's like, Oh my God, what is that? Yeah. Is that a museum? And you can go practice out there and putt. So yeah, like, yeah, that's right. They have that little uh, practice screen there. So it's pretty nice. Man, if you lived in that neighborhood, would you not be there every day hitting putts? All something? day. I, I like had a hard time not playing another round of golf today. Really? Like I was just itching for it. You love golf though. I do love golf. I've like, seen this before. Yeah, You saw it when I had no sleep and I'm like, you guys go do your thing. I'm, I'm going to go. keep going. I'm going to keep going. 54. Yeah. like let's, 96. Exactly. Let's chase the record, right? The longest day of the year is upon us and might have to do something crazy. I don't know. My mom's birthday. Longest, Today or the longest, longest day? 21st, yeah. Okay. Shout yeah. out. Mama Parksy. Yeah. I think that's it for today, bud. That's it, man. I like that. Yeah, I liked it too. It was good. It was Clean, like, cut, concise. And we're here in person, and I, I bet our listeners are going to notice the vibe. Like, it's definitely way better this way. Big difference. There's no lag in, the, in, in the recording. Um, uh, no shitty Wi-Fi to deal with. Amen. Everybody, everybody's had that experience. Amen, bud. Uh, Lots of Yeah, fun. I guess see you after next week at... Uh, C.O.N.G.R.E.E. Yeah, the Palmento Championship at what Parks he said. Um, 
Till then, boys and girls, children of all ages, family members, friends, and foes, strangers too, especially our foes. We love them. Kill them with kindness, folks. Right. We'll see you next week.